Oh, baby, it is Friday. It's time for all of you to punch out. You are officially off the clock, but you are on the clock here with myself in the Badge Bros. It is a new weekly show. We debuted it last Friday, and this week we're keeping it rolling. We're going to be drafting underdog daily contests, maybe a little pick'em slip, maybe even a dog bowl qualifier because we can't leave Nez in Miami by himself. That doesn't sound fun for anyway, for anyone. It is off and on the clock. Let's do it. All right, look at our fresh little digs Ooh. here. We got a little uh, facelift over here. We got Nez, we got Numi, we got Roto Run, a.k.a. John Warner. I'm Pete Overzat. How are we feeling on this Friday afternoon, guys? Feeling good. Really digging the uh, the new look here with the little uh, combination with the uh, Deposit Kingdom and Underdog coming together. Little Miami Vice theme. If I, <laughs> okay. I, if I, if Take I it easy, Mr. 305. Miami, right I get away. one more. I have like two more days of soaking this in until a new until new uh, qualifiers are oh, crowned. So I got to soak it up. You're gonna be mentioning it until you go to Miami. Let's let's be real here. You'll <laughs> yeah. be you'll be you'll be throwing in a. You'll but you guys can't give me show. shit until next week. So I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to, uh, I get free reign. Honestly, <laughs> it's right. so much better that you're the first one going to Miami than me. Cause you guys would never hear the end of it. I would bring it up every single week. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like week 14, all that matters. Week 14, yeah. all that matters. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. John would be sipping his little cafe Cito's just getting in preparation <laughs> here for the Miami, uh, nightlife. No, I will say like, I got help. You know, I've been tossing one entry into the dog bowl each week. And then I saw Nez when I'm like, now nah, I got to take this seriously. Like, <laughs> I got. I got to get one of these seats, baby. <laughs> I think. I think I was exactly what they needed. I think I'm. I'm the big draw now. Everybody wants to come to Miami. They want to <laughs> shake my hand. They want. They want to see the aura in person. Like I get it. I, this is the best case it's, scenario for the company. Yeah. Yes, it's the Chris Moneymaker effect in poker. It's like, oh, this idiot can win. We yeah. all can win. <laughs> <laughs> now we got. Now we got everybody maxing the the dog bowl. It's it's, it's the best. Yeah, that's, that's you're the premier dog bowl influencer. I mean, hey, I got you know, I booked you. I'm doing my uh, my DFS after dark show uh, tomorrow night on my channel with Nez, and you know, it's uh, everything's coming together for you, man. I, I think you already have like 20 people in the waiting lobby in that right now. They're, they're, yeah. They can't wait. They, they're, they're waiting for it to start. <laughs> they're kicking the door down kicking the door down um all right let's talk let's talk a little uh underdog uh strat for this upcoming slate i just got off my show with jm talking about it from a dfs perspective and it is a really fun slate in that there's a lot of teams projected for points and yet not a lot of necessarily shootout games outside of this chargers vikings game that everyone is excited to jam in every which way how have you guys um been attacking this slate and i always like hearing how your play has maybe changed from when the contest opened to now because even i i actually got into some early ones this week and the adp has changed a decent bit since then yeah i think there's a couple things that have like really been uh manipulating adps right now and one of the big things is like the weather uh the with this uh, tropical storm coming through uh you see totals dropping across all the east coast games and it's kind of creeping into our adp as well where stefan Diggs now is i haven't seen it yet but i would not be surprised if we get a jj and Diggs pairing sometime soon because there is so much fud around the passing game of that offense um and and the uh, there's a lot of concussions too that are like you know we're kind of waiting for uh information on uh jalen waddle being one of them like that game has a very high total we're waiting for for some news there uh 
so just a lot of things that are in play here that have been affecting ADP and it's been, it's been kind of interesting uh, to, to track there. I'm definitely uh, trying to get ahead of the Jalen Waddle stuff. He's practicing today, still in the protocol. Uh, If he's active that they have, uh, I believe John pointed out to me, like the second highest total uh, in that game, just period is that Miami Broncos game. So seems to be a little bit of leverage there, not just with Waddle, but with other pieces. Yeah, and what's interesting too is I was checking out um, uh, Kevin Ross weather report. Right now, he has everything just in the yellow. You know, we haven't seen any panic stuff, and it is one of those things where we do tend to overreact to this stuff. Almost yes. what like when there's a weather issue, I'd say what nine out of ten times we overreact. It doesn't end up being a factor. Sure, one out of every ten times does have a meaningful change. You get a Bills New England game where the Patriots don't throw the ball a single time. But for the most part, I want to be fading weather concerns if I'm getting ADP discounts because of it. Exactly. Nothing too crazy right now. But like you see on the right hand side of this, like the temperature, the way that uh, temperature and like precipitation affects points and passing yards is just like not that significant. So until unless we get an update where, hey, we're getting sustained winds over like 20 miles an hour, uh, then I think you can maybe lightly press the panic button. But otherwise, I think you got to let the field uh, overreact to this. And if you get like that Diggs value or that Jacobs value or uh, or a uh, Josh Allen value. Uh, you, you take that, you take that every time. Yeah. Um, Numi, how has your, uh, play progressed over the course of the week and in Royales and such? Um, it has not actually changed too much. Shockingly, Mm. mainly because, uh, the team sitting there at the highest, uh, uh, or with the highest game total in the uh, Vikings and chargers, uh, it's been continued to slam Vikings and chargers. Uh, and then my biggest stand, that I was on earlier in the week was Travis Etienne against that Houston run defense. And I've just been still hammering it. I still think he's one of the best plays. Um, so I've been his hammering that in different combinations. Uh, yeah. It's maybe coupled with the fact that I'm now going to the Vikings game. So it's just Ooh. like, I'm just going to go, I'm just <laughs> going to go all, all in. Uh, but uh, coupled with the potential weather concerns, this being in a dome, it is the Coors field of the NFL now. Sorry, Ford field. Uh, but uh, it, it, it <laughs> This this game sets up for fireworks, and the defenses don't really seem have any way to stop it. Um, so yeah, I've uh, I've been just hammering this every which way. Uh, and I will say, I know it's going to be a little a little a little odd as we've seen the rookie pushing up for basically that number two role. But I still think KJ Osborne could be a very big key. Uh, you see Justin Jefferson, Hawk, Addison, all going in that top twenty-seven. It's not out of the realm of possibilities to see six for 102 tuds from KJ and all of a sudden he's the he's the Viking you need so uh it, he is my second highest exposed uh uh Viking, wow so. John we talked about this last week I was uh excited about that Detroit Seattle game and I was kind of asking you guys like how much is too much as far as overstacking? you know only six lineup spots could you get up to four or five guys mm-hmm. is this Chargers Vikings game a spot where you could realistically overstack it despite having to beat so many teams um 
know. <laughs> it's weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'm just such a proponent of like the skinny stacks and this sort of thing now, just with what we've seen over the last two and a half years. It's just like the onslaughts just don't get home because you need to hit the nuts with only a mm-hmm. six person roster. So I've, I have done more stacking than normal with that game environment. And I've done some funky <clears throat> stacking like, um, running back plus wide receiver and then skinny stack on the other side, but I won't go any more than four. Like that is kind of just like my personal rule of thumb and cap right now. And my favorite way to play that game environment opposed to overstacking it is to go with the contrarian stuff. I like the KJ Osborne shout. I like, you know, even a Donald Parm or, or um, Everett, like just get that skinny stack right. Or I like playing it through the running backs because nobody's scrolling far enough to just keep clicking uh, Joshua Kelly and Alexander Madison over and over again. And now the fact that like Cam Akers isn't playing this week, the the Madison click for me just seems so, so good. And nobody wants to get there because he fumbled twice on primetime. Yeah, I know early in the week when I was starting to draft my hidden gems piece for fantasy life and, you know, Joshua Kelly hadn't even been drafted. (laughs) Granted, there was like 30 boards at the time. I think he's up to like getting drafted in 10% of the contest, but that just still seems like such a massive win. Um, You're getting access to that game, basically no competition for targets and then huge leverage on all of the other chargers who are getting drafted in a hundred percent of contests. So I still really like that angle, although Kelly's, um, draft percentage has to be creeping up now, right? If it, if it hasn't yet, it certainly will. Like once this Eckler out tag finally comes through or the doubtful tag, uh, whichever comes first, uh, something red next to Eckler's name is definitely going to give Kelly a lot of steam for sure. <laughs> yeah. And Kelly's yeah. a, I, I would, I would be, if I'm attacking the running back position personally, it would be all Kelly and no Madison regardless. I mean, and the Vikings run offense is non-existent 32 in the 32 in the league. Uh, big, we got big, uh, uh, limited practice and just wondering if we're going to get our starting center and left tackle back, which is huge. Um, so, and this, this run defense is like middle of the league. So it's just, regardless, you're going to have to hope that he break uh, Madison breaks off something and is more efficient than what he has been, which has been awful. Uh, or it's just the volume, but yeah, I, I, I see us basically it, it, Madison, not really not existing in this game or not mattering. I don't know. Just that, that run offense has been terrible. It's um, interesting to think yeah. about like what does a volume Madison game look like? How does that take place for the Vikings? Like is it is it really conceivable that this Vikings defense can like shut down the Chargers? And in my opinion, like I I, I don't see it's hard to see that happening. I think the way that that maybe does happen is like maybe with like a, a strong, you know, special teams play or like a pick six or some turnover that results in a score. Um, But as far as like actually like producing three and outs and then leading that to that leading to the Vikings needing to chew up clock with uh, rush attempts with Madison. uh, I just don't, I just like, don't see it. Uh, So it it is, but, but the leverage is there. That's not to say that he can't score a touchdown or two, but the, Mm -hmm. the large amount of rush attempts, it's just, I, I have really trouble envisioning that. The path is it's like similar to what happened in that Bills game last week, right? Where it's all spread around and then Madison like consolidates all of the Latavius Murray and uh, and David Harris into one. Obviously, he's not going to give us what James Cook did between the 20s, but like mm-hmm. that where it's spread out enough to where they crater and then he gets the two touchdown game 
and like maybe gets to a hundred total scrimmage yards just through a miracle. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, if you oh, sorry, John, go ahead. You've been, you've been trying to get, no, I, I, I wanted to ask Numi what the boots on the ground Madison right now is in Minnesota, just because like there was also subplot narrative of like, we talked about it on Monday where he's only fumbled three, four times in his professional career. And twice was last games on an Island game that everybody mm -hmm. saw. Right. And then you saw what happened after the fact with all the personal narrative and personal attacks on him and the DMS that got like out there. Right. Do you think this is from their side of things, low key, like a team rallies around Madison showcase environment? It, I mean, it definitely could be and when you're when you're pointing all that out. But I just I, I don't it, every metric in which uh, our, our offensive line, it just it doesn't it doesn't add up. And yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. We could we could give Madison it back. I, I don't think it's more the fumbles. I just think it's always been the efficiency. And we've seen it yeah. for four years of him being a backup. And uh, you, you've heard me talk about all best ball season. I don't think he's a workhorse. He's just inefficient. And it's coupled with the fact that this line is awful. And we are a mm -hmm. pass first offense. And we're going to, I'm, I'm expecting us to be in an environment where it's just going to be just, just ball, just throwing around the field. And sure. We're going to mix in the runs, mix in the play action. But um, yeah, I don't know. It just, it, it's the inefficiency for me. I know, I know we'll get there, but I'm curious what you guys think the projection is set for uh, on the pickums for Kirk Cousins' pass attempts this week. That is my uh, number one pickum one that I have on the side here for our pickum segment <laughs> to be the first entry on the on the build. Uh, you, I, I know gonna, the answer. I'll guess. I, I don't know. I'll say it's set at forty. Numi, do you have a guess? Uh, let's go with. <laughs> 38 30 and a half should we save it john or do you should i do i i, I don't know it. It. it it's 37 it. and a half okay all right the biggest yeah. hire of the week all right do you, should we just build a slip now while we're rolling and then I we think can get so. back to some draft wow, the yeah. Yeah, are yeah 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 i like that these 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 pickums have been have been fun i know you Ooh. i saw you guys had a nice uh nice hit there in the mid game on the uh yeah. on the ship cast mm -hmm. last night that was huge yeah, we've been doing that uh, Thursday night companion stream to Thursday night football. Have not been, uh, haven't won one of our core pickums pregame, but man, it, the the in game ones at halftime are super fun because it was literally like Wandell Robinson needed one catch. It was like four yards. Um, granted, on the other side, uh, Jalen Hyatt just needed one yard, and he couldn't do that. So maybe they know what they're doing, but the in game ones are very fun. They are. I did the. I did the three that we won with the ship chasing one, but then I added in um, Elijah Mitchell and like uh, Darius Slayton or something like that. And the Mitchell one made it fall short. I really thought they were going to just keep pounding with Mitchell late there, especially after the interception, they got the ball back and I was like, Oh, it's Mitchell time. Here we go. And then he just runs into the line three times in a row. <laughs> Yeah, that not, that not was a, good... a big number for him, even though it just set up mm -hmm. so well in the second half. Yeah. Um, so we should we should correlate cousins with someone, right? Almost certainly. Uh, we can we can take our pick. I know I, I have a favorite here, and um, it's going to be Addison or Osborne. Obviously, like I love Justin Jefferson as well, but for me, the concentration of the like these are the only three dudes that run routes for the Vikings. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, and the, they're going to they're almost certainly passing more than thirty seven and a half times. So I, I really like Addison or Osborne here on either the uh, receptions or receiving yards. I would probably prefer receiving yards for Same. Addison. I was going to say maybe even receiving yards for both these guys. 
um, over 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 the receptions. I mean, but I, I like okay. both of those too. I, I'm kind of willing to just take the the yardage as much as I like Addison. And, and we talked about this, right? Like Addison in the dailies, right? Because what you win when you win is so good. But like, I would rather have the, just the smaller number here with yeah, Osborne, that's fair. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm not, uh, I know crane used him on the, the cover boy there. And, uh, Nez had 50% Addison halfway through the week there. I'm just not as, on the Addison train as everybody else this week. Mm. I've been doing what Numi's been doing with the with the Osborne stuff and you know, not buying the talent at angle and buying like the the conservative uses usage plus contrarian uh angle. I mean, yeah, but yeah. I mean, plus T I mean Hawk's there. I mean, as much as Hawk is just his A dot, I don't want to talk about it, he's gonna get mm. his receptions. I mean, last Last game, Hawk was like two two receptions until like the last drive when he got like all the last like four or five and the tutty. So it's like he's gonna get his too. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, I'll, I'll the, throw out a couple other. Yo, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say oh, shout no, out. I would, go ahead, sorry, man. shout out to uh, just a guy, uh, former BR winner Allen. Uh, pretty good shout there with the flowers. He has mm. five, uh, five receptions and 10 receptions or no, I'm sorry. Those are targets Four receptions last game against the Bengals and nine receptions against the Texans with, uh, no OBJ against a very, what seems to be a very soft Colts defense. That feels decent to me. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I, I kind of like a correlation play attached to that too. Um, I really like Zach Moss. Hmm. With a K. You gotta spell his name right if you want to play him. Some respect, wow, okay. brother. Yeah. So so I saw you had the the total yards on on Zach Moss. Do you think that what what are your thoughts since this is like your play with uh with Minshew under center this week? Are you is it does that is, does it feel like a lateral move to you? I mean, you're probably the wrong person to ask. Yeah, you are the, the, you're gonna get the most biased take of all time on my I'm I'm gonna play Minshew in cash this week. Fifty one hundred wow. Minshew. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something crazy like that. I might even play Taysom in cash at, at the thirty three hundred. But uh, just what it opens up. But I, I'm fine with Minshew as long as the weather uh, holds. Okay. What do you think? Do you like so looking at these Zach Moss ones? I kind of think I almost like the rushing attempts one the most like that's what i feel best about like i I don't know what he's going to do with that volume but i feel i know he's going to get that volume yeah i i I tend to agree there pete i would love to see i don't i don't have these numbers offhand but to to know how often Minshew throws to his running backs i mean moss is the workhorse here four catches last game uh this kind of that, that two and a half feels pretty pretty damn nice but i'm not sure how often Minshew. Tends to go I to guess the, the other question is, is Deion Jackson forever banished to the shadow realm? Was it just a product of the week one in the two fumbles? Because he obviously profiles as the better pass catching back. Uh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't say obviously profiles, but that is more his skill set of how he's been deployed. Yeah, no, it's true. I, I just like I was kind of fading that original the the original noise of like Moss getting hurt and everyone like when he comes back, he's going to be the RB one. I'm like, I don't know. I really like this Deion Jackson guy. And then week two comes around and uh, Jackson is just nowhere to be seen. So I don't know. Like I, that's just me like probably like overcorrecting and um and being like, OK, I like I, I'm taking my L <laughs> and now I want now I want the Zach Moss uh Usage. But I don't know, man. I will say, like, he kind of scares me in, in a uh, in a pick-em entry this week. I'm not going to lie. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, we can look elsewhere. We can look elsewhere. If you guys aren't sold on the Moss stuff, I really like Moss this week. I kind of like, honestly, if we're doing a mini correlation, like if Flowers is racking up a lot of receptions, if they're they're throwing the whole game, I I do kind of like the idea that the Colts keep it a little closer than maybe the spread suggests. And that would be with the rushing attempts? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Yeah, because like if you think game script wise, like game flow wise, like Zay Flowers higher reception, Zach Moss higher rushing attempts tracks. It does. And there is weather there, but I don't think it's going to be anything like overly. Cons- I mean, it's gonna. There's going to be weather, but like like we mentioned off the top, I don't think it's anything to be scared of. Um, all right, we we going. Do we need fiver? to toss in one of our our featured ones here too. Have you guys already burned that for on yours? I did my Tyreek. I oh, I don't like. Okay, I got a question about the Tyreek one, just for uh, a side plot for a second, because I thought everyone was using the Tyreek one wrong. So, like, these are the players who who won the 10K last week to be entered into the the eligibility to to win this. Do you just have to make the pick'em, or do you have to win the pick'em? Make a it's make a, a pick'em of any yeah. money. At the oh, bottom, okay. there are no requirements for the entry winning or okay. minimum fees. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, because I was asking yeah. that because I saw people building the Tyreek one, and I was like, why wouldn't you just put a dollar and build it as a two every single right. time if you have to win it? Yeah, but I, I guess. I'm going to drop one in the chat. I did mine. I had the Brian Robinson over a half or higher than a half yard that I hadn't used mm. uh, yet. So I, I'm doing that four with that one. But we can mix and match here uh, with a couple different ones. Uh, let me look i was checking out these these pick go ahead john if you have something in mind i was looking at these before we hopped off i liked the kelly stuff when we were going to the minnesota pass side and like i just like Mm. the kelly stuff in general yeah they don't have them up yet. it, it might be gone okay i saw one earlier that one's off the off the board then pete what else did you have on the other one um, oh, we, we had, no, yeah, that's what we had. I just tossed in that, uh, the Brian Robinson, uh, over uh, 0.5 total yards, um, as a, I think a special that I had, um, oh, I don't have that one for some reason. Okay. Yeah. I don't really, sometimes I don't know the, uh, how they, who, because they we were appear. having that with the shift cast where it's like some of them were on my account. Some weren't, weren't, um, mm-hmm. the, uh, oh, the other this situation is the one I had earlier, Reynolds, I had the Josh Reynolds one. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I saw Amon Ra said he's going to play, but he's going to be playing with a steel toe in his cleat. I mean, like what whatever that means. Uh, like, it doesn't sound great. Like he's working on a construction site. Like he's got the <laughs> yeah. steel toe boots going on. Let me, what? Let me try to. Re- he's got the Carhartt shirt it. on underneath of his uh, jersey too. If there's yeah. anyone that could do it, it's Amon Ra because that dude grew up tough. Him and his brother, yeah. like were, it was like a military family. Like that's a tough. His dad dude. was Mister Universe. Yeah. Here, here's some alpha though, guys. So if you actually, if you just read the headline, you're gonna get really scared. You're like steel toe, and then he goes, "It's just so my toe doesn't bend as much." That's good, Amon Ra. But that's really about it. Saint Brown is also used to the steel toe, wearing one because of another injury he suffered during his days at Matter Day High School in Santa Ana, Ana, California. I used to play with one all the time, so I'm used to it. All right, non-story, guys. Wow, <laughs> wow, fade the noise, that's fade true. the noise. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're buying that QT tag dip. I've seen him go in the fourth and the fifth in the BRs a couple of times. I know uh, Nick sh- shared one in the discord there where he has like fifth round almond rot. And it's like, Whoa, look out. Um, 
that okay what do you guys see, think about the reynolds one there do you think i this like is it cool yeah yeah I, i'm in i'm in Conf- i'm into josh reynolds this week confidence interval uh seven i'll give it an eight eight seven yeah Yeah, i like it pete yeah i i like it i think without david montgomery we just need and if if the falcons are able to get like a little bit of a lead they're going to be chucking a ton and i mean his we can pull it up on the utilization report i mean reynolds is Mm -hmm. getting used as like a full-time player i think for a long time i had more of like a limited usage, like route tree kind of like connotation of him in my mm-hmm. head. And that, you know, see 81% of the routes there, 21% of the targets, like it's, it's real usage there. And then the fact that he has such a nice a dot makes that 41 and a half yard uh, number look pretty attractive. You yeah. This has, are... this has a high game total as well. Yeah. And, and I know this is one that we as like, uh, a crew or at least with john and i we we are like a little like skeptical on this game going going over yeah. that game total but uh that that usage in a dot does not lie yeah and i i will say i, I for, for just some game script pickums as well I, I also like the positive regression of jj finding the end zone over that would be the higher on the um russian receiving touchdowns just just needs to get one and then with no eckler um I feel like it's just going to be condensed again with Keenan and Big Mike. So you could easily just go higher on those uh, receptions. We saw the targets last week of 12 and 10 for each. Uh, easily could just be the same again. So uh, th- those are some fun little little, little pickups that I've already built out as well with, the, with that. So Yeah, and I wonder too if like there's a chance we could – you know, the whole thing about how – do the Lions change their philosophy just a little bit without – David Montgomery, obviously, Kerry Reynolds came in and got all of the short yardage stuff. Like, but maybe there's a chance they don't use him as the full one for one. They're like, all right, let's ramp up Gibbs a little bit. Let's play a little faster here. I guess that's kind of like because I agree. My first snap take seeing, you know, Arthur Smith in, in this spot, I'm like, I, this isn't a game that's going well over. But I'm just hoping maybe if you get the Falcons with the lead and the yeah. Lions are forced to play a little faster than they want, and then they're like, all right, let's let's unleash Jameer Gibbs in this spot. That would be mm-hmm. ideal. I am shocked, like John, like almost John Floor shocked that he is RB four. Jameer Gibbs is in the Battle Royale streets yeah. this week. Yeah, uh, you know I want to play Jameer Gibbs. This is the this is like a great spot. No, I mean just just with the no uh, Montgomery, of course. But man, oh man, RB four against the the Falcons, where Craig Reynolds came in and immediately like <laughs> took over when when the the injury took place, like. I, I'm not sure that I can that I can do RB4 Gibbs in this economy. I I agree. I, I think I, I got him in a couple of the earlier ones when he was going later, but and I think I did just like a Gibbs Bijan because I kind of liked that correlation at at a cheaper cost. But this was the other thing too, when I was looking at the running backs on the slate, right? We we got these three top guys. I feel really good about Pollard Bijan in ETN. And then you have legitimate question marks about everyone else, whether from a volume standpoint, whether from a game environment, whether from just a talent standpoint. And like as much as we're excited about Gibbs, there are those big volume concerns. And you can start to make cases for a lot of other guys having you know, similar upside or at least similar projections. Um, and I do think that makes him a tough click at RB4. Exactly what you're saying there, Pete, has been the driving force of my strategy all week here. I've said that 
I love the first three tight ends, the first three running backs, and then the first five wide receivers. And then everything else after that for me has been like just scroll, 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 because there are so many running backs back here that I like. I've been clicking Zach Moss, as I've alluded to. I've been clicking Madison. I've been clicking Kelly a ton. Um, I love Isaiah Pacheco that nobody's clicking. I've been doing Miles Sanders. Nobody else is really getting there. Um, I, I, I don't know. I've been going down here. You alluded to Gus Edwards in the Fantasy Life newsletter. There we did a, um, what was it, dog bowl? Yes, we did dog bowl and took him in there. Uh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe yeah. it was it was a dog bowl. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a good pick in, in the regular BRs as well. But in do- the, the, the scroll down option for Gus, at do- he's he's way too low. Just, just point blank, mm-hmm. period. Far too yeah. low. In, in, in and, ADP this week. And if you believe in ETR and their projections, if we don't get Aaron Jones, they have AJ Dillon as like their fifth highest projected running back in general. So, I, I mean, we're going to still find some, some one, two, two, one builds with back end running backs being contrarian that project well as well. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to harp on like the Mac, my macro strategy basically exactly tethers that point you were making people yeah and like and like pete said like with the running backs where it's like top three are very comfortable and from the rest it's murky you can basically say that about qb wide receiver and tight end this week as well especially Mm. tight end um where this is like if you if you want to scroll down this week if you miss out on these top three of kelsey hawk and andrews this is a brilliant week in my opinion to scroll down um, with guys like Ertz at tight end 11, um, Schultz, I, Schultz has uh, had seven targets last game. Like there's a lot of guys down here that have good usage that just don't get picked. Yeah. I mean, Ertz at tight end. And again, like I'm, I'm the last person on earth to ever get excited about Zach Ertz, but the fact that he's tight end 11 when he has the fifth highest projection for tight ends on this slate, like that disparity doesn't make sense. Yeah. That, that, that just screen Like it's so nice. That's what makes these games awesome. It's like, you can see, Right here, the ownership of Zach Ertz is not going to reflect what his range of outcomes truly are. Uh, he's he's like been such a such a safe pick. I don't know. If, I guess that is a good good way to put it, a safe pick. If I'm missing <laughs> out on these big three this week, yeah. I mean, and if, I'm sure you guys like just sorry, looking at. I was just gonna say like, and I'm sure you guys have driven this point home a ton on on Bad Bro shows. But it's like you look at the projections. There's five tight ends projecting for more than ten points. And uh, granted, I'm looking at um. Uh, full PPR right now but just to illustrate the point then going all the way down to like tight end 25 it's a it's a three point range in projection from seven to ten points like on the (laughs) next 20 tight ends like they're all the same and they're all completely reliant on a touchdown to swing their projection in one direction or the other yeah exactly by now binary outcome position yeah, and, and, and I mean, Nez alluded to Waddle uh, potentially being out with a concussion. If he's out, there's the tight end that's run the most routes of all tight ends in the NFL, Durham Smythe. That's just sitting back there too. So that's that's one of my favorite great shows. Great shout, tight end. Yeah, yeah, that's a great show. And and they're the third highest team total and second highest mm-hmm. game total on the slate. And then new I mean, one of the most content. Well, this one, sorry, one of the most condensed offenses. So if you take Waddle out, mm-hmm. he's just going to already be out there running routes. You just got to those targets are going to just lend or follow their way there. So uh, go ahead. I was going to ask how you, when you use Smythe, will you use him every which way? Like just as a completely random one off, will you use him in a double with Tua in Reek? Uh, obviously I assume you would use him. Uh, would you do a Tua in just Smythe? Like what are the ways you use like a, 
a really cheap tight end. I would use him kind of all over. Uh, I would capitalize on it. I think there's ways that he can get there with Tua. I don't. I don't think you need to just just lock yourself into oh he's only a you know correlation with that. But if sure it helps. I love correlating my my QB, especially with just a tack on tight end, especially with Tua and uh, um, Smythe being that available. I mean, you can just get them as QB six and that, but no, I, I wouldn't go just limit them at all. I could get them solo, just tack them on to anything, just a mini stack with um, Javante. Uh, yeah. There's no, no, no limits to how I would stack them up or put them in a roster. Smite yeah. feels good. This is a game that I'm like, that I'm, that I'm correcting. I've been slowly correcting my exposures on as I've, as I've ramped up my drafts and uh, I was, this was a big blind spot for me and, and getting a little one-off Smythe. If I just need a tight end there at the end feels, feels pretty safe. Especially yeah, with I, the, go ahead. Oh no, 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 you're good. You're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I mean, we, we also have the, the, I also have the Kyle Pitts question and we, we have what, what happens if they pass more and his underlying numbers may look a little better than Drake London. So, I mean, there's worse things you can do than have a little bit of Kyle Pitts for when all of a sudden he explodes. And then the recency bias puts him right up there with the top four tight ends for like the next two weeks. So um, it's not the greatest play. It makes me squeamish a little bit, but that's also an option. Uh, if, if they get down and they need to, and they need to pass and Arthur Smith doesn't just want to run the ball 80% of the time. The, the underdog is getting pretty unique with their uh, their pickums now. They are adding more and more stats. Like I think the way you get to Kyle Pitts is uh, when they start adding like air yards and like pass pass interference, <laughs> like penalty yards. Uh, then you take those hires on Kyle Pitts, and that's how we get our Kyle Pitts exposures yeah. on underdog. Higher, lower, then. half half a uh, yeah, half a contested catch for, for Kyle Pitts. <laughs> oh, that's the um, free square. <laughs> what do you guys say we uh, we jump in here? Yeah, let's do it. Um, we got the hundred dollar contest back. We got the goal line stand back, which are both great. Then we got a slight different derivative of last week's twenty five max. We have a seven dollar uh, ten max, which I mean, I love these max entry contests where you like make concerted decisions and you don't just like keep clicking the RNG over and over again and try and get one hundred and fifty GM GMs. Um, I really like I really like those style contests. And then we got the Dog Bowl qualifier. So do we want to send uh, me to Miami or do we want to do Battle Royale? I heard it's been renamed to the Chasing Nez qualifier. Oh, it is. okay. They're yeah. going to like uh, underdogify my face and uh, make it the uh, the logo of that moving forward. It's just not there yet. I might, I might, add, I'm, can I, I know it's fun. Should I hop in this or should we let the, or should yeah, we do, do this it, do it. Together? You, oh, oh we, sorry. Yeah, we yeah, are yeah, we're, powerful. We're, I can't we're be pretty in an overflow now. Chasing Nez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it that? Wow. You guys, you guys are that hungry, huh? That's uh, a one zero ooh. one easy game. I, I am uh, curious what you guys think of this $4 price point. Uh, I I love it. I think it's – um and, and I think it's going to work in their favor. Someone um, who already already cashed his ticket to Miami. Yeah, so that's a, gatekeeping. Sorry. On a small that's field contest, I would love to see them expand the player pool to include maybe 70,000 entries at a $2 yeah. price Make point. Make it a $0.25 cent entry. Let's get everyone in here. I'm going to recuse myself and let you guys talk. Ready? What? Yeah. There it goes. <laughs> what I would like to see is a, is a mix. Like I think – you know, have a $4 one, then bounce it up another week to a hundred dollar, then bounce it back down to 10, like mix it up for the the type of price points is what I think I would like to see. Agreed. I, yeah. And I think that is what they're going to end up doing is, you know, just giving more, you know, cause they want to give opportunities for everybody to, to get there. Even, uh, 
you know, blockheads like myself, but well, you could do it like, um, like world series of poker qualifier style. This is uh JJ for me. I know there's a hot debate right now with uh four at the top here between JJ Hill, Kelsey and Pollard. Uh, where do you guys want to go? I don't, I didn't know there was a debate. I think it's JJ. I think it's, wasn't aware you, there was you can make either. you can make okay. an argument in my opinion for kelsey because of the position uh, it's jj position. But okay yeah just because even at wide receiver like it, it gets it gets pretty murky pretty damn fast okay yeah i think the argument is the positional scarcity thing and mm-hmm. i don't know the, the yeah. etr has flipped the top four like three different times this week so mm. uh, i had it rigged uh jj tyreek Kelsey Pollard. That's what I've been running with the majority of the week. Um, just curious what you guys think. I've been told we're supposed to be worried about Patrick Sertan on uh, Tyree Kill. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you worried? Yeah. <laughs> as worried as I've been with the Devontae Adams ones in the past. Patrick Sertan's never seen the type of motion that Mike McDaniels and Tyree Kill are, are unleashing on him. He's, he's His head's going to be spinning. How about I mean, this for more of a, a real thing? Do you like Tyreek Hill more, less, or neutral with if Waddle plays? Oof. More. I, I would assume, yeah, my, my initial thought is more, yeah. But we've seen him. It doesn't matter if Waddle's on the field or not, so, but. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why I was curious because yeah. I, I think I'm probably neutral on whether he I think I am not, too. But, I don't know what yeah. it, yeah. Like, it's he's not going to jump JJ if he gets the out tag. Uh, it, it, it's kind of it, Tyreek Hill is going to can do Tyreek Hill things no matter who is there. And if JJ and if Waddle's not there, I'm not all of a sudden like less interested in Tyreek you know because of the attention. Like defenses know Tyreek Hill is on the, on the field anyways, and they still can't start. Right. You, you know what matters more to me? Like, okay, so two has been getting the ball out the fastest and throwing it the furthest on those short time attempts this season thus far. What matters more to me is that Armstead's most likely going to be back. That matters more than Waddle to me. Yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, they're, they're just like so creative offensively. Anyway, it's like no matter what takes place, no matter what transpires, McDaniel's and that that offense are just going to find a way to to get it done. And um, yeah, the run like, game's beautiful. The run game. Yeah, their run scheme is just it's beautiful. Yeah. Like everything they do with like the motion. Any any Galbrain Devon A chain in the uh, in the twelve person draft? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't think. I think uh, in a similar vein, a different rookie like Kendra Miller. I think I could maybe Galbrain my way into some Kendra for sure. Yeah, yeah. No Jamal Williams again at practice. Uh, what Tony Jones literally just got called up from the practice squad again. one week ago. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it definitely seems and- like like a Kendra week, but that game kind of scares me. They know what they have in Tony Jones. Like they've seen him in the past on their team and they've yeah. cut him in the past, right? Yeah, like, yeah he's a fantastic a time... backup running back. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Seahawks legend, do. Tony Jones. I mean, Kendra had missed time in the preseason. We're, we're all, uh, you know, declaring our biases at the door. I can't have, you know, unbiased <laughs> conversations about Kendra. But just saying he was, they were working him back in in that very first preseason game. They were using him a ton, caught that pass down the sidelines, like looked explosive. So I don't think it's going to be necessarily like a, Oh, we can only give him a couple touches. Like if he's part of their game plan, I think he's going to get ten plus touches. Yeah, I agree. And as we approach, uh, oh, there goes G taking Ken Walker. I wanted to have a conversation, but I don't think we're having a conversation about this one, guys. Double? I, I think we're just taking cousins for sure. Um, 
I, I we'll have a conversation about the second one, I guess, right? Yeah. You guys don't agree, Nez. Your face doesn't agree. Ricky, I don't want to. I I feel like I, if I, I so I it, when I get cousins and Addison, like I don't think about it. How That's chalky it. is oh, that going to be by ADP? Is this rare to get both these guys here, or is this a uh, very popular start? I've gotten it. Um, I think twice now. I would do Ingram. I think. Yeah, let's 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 mix it up. If the Addison double is just so ADP correlated, let's let's mix that up a teeny bit. Okay, then let's take Kelly. Yeah, no, nobody agrees with me. No, I'm. I, I I'm heard fine with Nez, it. Yeah, I'm good with either of those guys. It is like very flat here, right? Like no one else is really jumping out as being in a different tier. Right, people so are might saying, as well stack it up. Yeah, people are saying that that's that's chalk, and uh, Kelly seems like this is. Here's the thing, right? If Josh, let, let's say that Josh Kelly and the Chargers played the Vi or playing the Vikings last week before the Kelly dud happens, like Josh Kelly probably goes where like Jameer Gibbs is, like that two three turn here. But now he's coming off that bad game. Like this is a dream spot. For Josh, like if there's ever going to be a spot where Josh Kelly smashes, it's probably against the Vikings, right? And they were going yeah. against, they were going against that Titans front. Like it, right. it was honestly just, it wasn't, everything wasn't setting up for it. He's not the pass catching back that Eckler is. So you're, you're, you need the matchup dependent. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think, and, and we saw, we've seen now Kellen Moore lean into the run week one and now into the pass week two. So he's definitely going to lean and exploit, uh, like the defense's inefficiencies. So, it could, yeah, we could be right back to, to getting that in a much better matchup than than that Titans from. Yeah. So I was going to say, Chris G takes uh, one of my favorite picks uh, at the 22 there with Ken Walker. Uh, mm. We get the news of on the other side of the ball that Bryce Young is not going to play this week and it's Andy Dalton at, at QB. Does that is that even much of a down? I mean, like obviously, I like no offense to, to Bryce Young. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. But at this stage in his career, with the with this team around him, is it even that much of a downgrade that like we should be bumping Kelly? It's an upgrade. You think so? I prefer the game environment now. I think they can be pushed now. I I think Bryce looks so bad. I I I guess I just think this, I think his team I think his team kind of sucks. I I think Bryce is a <laughs> I think Bryce is a pretty damn sharp passer, but yeah. I, yeah. I, I like I like what I see from the kid, but uh, so in that in that vein, what you're saying, if if you you know that's the the thesis, then um, you know Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf should probably be uh, well. There goes Metcalf uh, in the middle of the board there to Crash Rich, um, mm -hmm. good player there. Uh, that's interesting. The, the, so Metcalf is going to play, right? I know he was kind of banged up. He has the probable tag on the site now. I still don't think he's practiced, though. I, yeah, and I, I really like uh, Tyler Lockett, even like with or without Metcalf. Obviously, I think it, I don't know how much. Again, I don't know what what that affects him in that offense if there's no DK there. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, I love Lockett this week. Uh, just looking at his underlying stats. Yeah, yeah that one. It, it's so interesting too, like again, how people don't, you know, chase, you know, like Lockett coming off the monster game and he's still just kind of seem like people are just not even that Lockett. interested. Yeah. <laughs> like, like do it again. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I bet you haven't done our You're whole career. Has... Like, well... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, leads the team in first read route or uh, like first read targets per route 23%. That's higher than DK. Um, 
I mean, I mean, I'm looking at a lot of things that are better than DK. So I, I just like that matchup. And again, if the recency bias isn't going to go right back to, like you just said, Pete, if people aren't going to jump on him, I'll jump on him again and wait and have him do another week. And then finally he gets bumped up. Yeah. Do you think these contests, the battle royales, the 12, the 12 person contests are the, are the spots to get to, to do like a J like the JSN explosion week is probably coming at some point right like i mean this is a guy that we all beloved as a prospect we loved him best ball season um uh, this the start isn't great but i think you can probably attribute some of the slowness of the start to the wrist injury but i mean the only thing in the field i'm as big of a jsn bull as you're gonna find but i think the like the explosion part of that i struggle with i mean his a dot is so low like could he have like a nine catch game you know, could he do kind of, he basically could have like start having some of those tank Dell games, right? It's like seven for 81 and a touchdown where he's definitely usable, but I do think it's fair to question the ceiling as of right now, just how they're using him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might not get it in, unless there's a, there's an injury to the wide receivers there. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Zach Ertz kind of jumps out to me just in terms of projection versus price right now. It's kind of gross. I can't believe it um, took three weeks for us to take Ertz over Pitts. Oh that, is, that does just that, that feel so, so bad. So bad. But, yeah. um, Zach Moss I alluded to liking. Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco or Moss say? I like. Yeah, let's, get, let's grab a running let's back. Let's take Moss. Let's take Moss and trust Leone. Um, yeah, man, they have an <laughs> aggressive projection on him. Yeah. I think he has like the fourth highest ceiling. In their their in their projections, what do you guys think yeah. about Sky Moore with Kadarius Tony not playing or not likely this, to, likely to not play? Not on this team, I don't think. Yeah, you like him as a one off. I don't like him as a one off. They're going to score a thousand points on the Bears. Who who should we do tight end or wide receiver? I'm good with Ertz. I'm fine with that. They could score a thousand points on the on the Bears. That's they're a, going I mean, to. Yeah, <laughs> they're going. I mean. To. You got a team with no defensive coordinator, the 13 point favorites at home. Um, they're running back. Like the Pacheco play also requires his hamstring to be fine. Uh, limited practice yesterday, still has the Q tag on our site. Maybe, maybe that, maybe Sky Moore is their, their best option. Um, MVS too, like just like better in best ball type. I got a better MVS for you. Okay. Your, your boy, Justin Watson, who like might have an actual role. Like yeah. not, not just like a gimmicky thing. Like he was on the field, I think second most out of all the wide receivers last week with an A dot over 10 I'll, yards. Like I'll drink that Kool-Aid with you. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Sure you will. Yeah. Okay. 58% of routes last week, 13% of targets. Look at that A dot back to back weeks of a 20 plus A dot. That's what he does, baby. <laughs> Air yards. Dude, he's a crazy. poor man's. He's a poor man's MVS. <laughs> not the same team it's kind of wild man <laughs> holy smokes um what do you guys think though for a wide receiver on this team so we kind of got this like mini viking stack we got two guys who are underpriced in our mind relative to projections where would you guys go with this last wide receiver spot actually i just wanted to bring it to everybody's attention when we were talking about ingram at 25 there he lasted all the way to 42 wow that's yeah that's pretty crazy. Um, anyways, yeah. Where where would you guys go with this last wide receiver? What are my options? Well, Osborne uh, might make it back. I mean, I'm not saying that you need to because because you okay. do have a, quite a big bet you, on this game, but it is definitely something that I think 
draft. How about this one? If you want to do a little mini, Odell Beckham is out. Week two, mm-hmm. Rashad Bateman, 60% of the routes. You got to see a boost here. If if Zach Moss is is crushing here, you got to think they're throwing. Bateman could have a full-time mm-hmm. role here, and it's probably going even under dra- undrafted in a lot of these. I He's, love he is. I love that shout because I looked up when basically his route participation, when Odell was off the field basically from the third quarter and on uh, when mm-hmm. he was out, and it, and it bumped from like his the, – the game was like I think around like – 50 55 and then he bumped all the way up to like 76 uh for that the Ronnie for, remain- Bell thesis for the right remainder there. of the game so if anything it, i mean it's basically who yeah who's going he was going to be on the field when those guys are out and that was a good indication that they're going to get bateman on the field so I, I love that show another one there if if waddle doesn't go i mean it's not for this team but nez just because we talked about it earlier this week about the miami double if waddle doesn't go and you don't want to go the Smythe route that river craycraft might be the direct beneficiary wow. not the braxton Barrios. so I, I don't know like it's it's you want to get crazy with a two a double in this contest it was just one that when we were scrolling there i thought of where his adp is lower than braxton that would crush me and my one braxton Barrios share that would just, that would just <laughs> demolish me okay so we get the christian watson at the very last pick here, if we want it and then can just swap it, uh, we get Bateman with the correlation mm. or we get Osborne with the correlation. Who does everybody prefer? Mm. I think I might prefer Watson. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Watson's a kind of a free roll, right? Yeah, I think so. We can do Watson. Yeah. 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 What's it? Wasn't he still DMP or did he get a limited practice in? He, he practiced today. It he just nice. came, came through. Okay. Yeah. They, uh, they what did you say? Was it a full practice or just a limited practice? The report oh. was back at practice. Christian Watson was back after sitting out yesterday. You can see him heading outside. I don't know what the, the final one was. There was a another one that suggested that all the guys who were like legitimately injured were all stretching and not doing team participatory dr- drills on the other side. And that was like, uh, it, it didn't include... Uh, Aaron Jones and Christian Watson because they were with the team. Yeah, so that was like the little one that the little nugget I saw. Uh, It's officially logged as an LP for him, and Aaron Jones was an LP as well. Um, Mm. This David Batiari one, I'm I'm not scared of. I just want to say that like they're they're like people might be scared to click Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon if we get something there. I'm not scared of that. They're Silva brought it up that he's not going to play on like turf this year. He's only going to play on grass and he's going to pick and choose when he practices and such. So I don't think he's in any real jeopardy of missing. That's Silva's report or is he like paraphrasing another report? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't my goddamn life, but that don't sounds fade like the big dog. That sounds like it something well a, uh, an, an impression caller came in and Bakhtiari. Okay, he's not going to be playing. <laughs> uh, I love that the impression impression one was circulating again this week. That it was, makes me laugh every time I, I hear it. Oh. It's, uh, it's so good. Uh, so I like this team. Um, yeah, here, question. No, I was going to say for the audio listeners, because we are servicing them now on Pete's feed. Uh, Christian yeah. Kirk, Joshua Kelly, Zach Moss, Justin Jefferson, Christian Watson, Zach Ertz. How do you guys feel? Did you say Christian Kirk? 
Did I probably? He, yeah. he gets a he gets a name oh. wrong once a show. That is like no joke. I was that like, is this so a yeah. Badge Bros inside joke that I don't know? You guys are calling. <laughs> this is just this is just no, a it's... peek into it's a peek into how bad my brain works. Pete, I say I say one roster name wrong every single time I read it. Um, this this lineup is just like some of the names are just so gross that it can win. That that's how that's how I would describe it. Who <laughs> knew in week three we would be taking Zach Moss like. It, it, with confidence yeah. in, in yeah. Zach Ertz over some of our favorite tight ends, like welcome to, just to be clear, to NFL John has a little more confidence than I think some of us. Uh, <laughs> That's true. The Zach we'll, Moss play. we'll give ourselves a, a break there. Uh, yeah. I do um, want to ask because, like last week, you know, we had the Chiefs and the Jaguars, um, you know, completely fail. And this week, you know, it seems like we're set up with a lot of game environments that we are like so certain are going to go the ways that we think and that's like hmm. the good teams absolutely rolling on these teams that they have six and a half favorite that they're six and a half favorites over we have the shootout in minnesota and uh with in la and then we have these other games that we are just like so certain are just not going to be games i'm curious what you guys think uh, we like we're most likely to be wrong about yeah or maybe underweight uh, one for, I think the the one thing that that interests me uh, in this slate is, I think Justin Fields puts up a a, a top three quarterback score against the, against those Ooh. Chiefs pushing them. You just want uh, to see me smile. And no, I, I, <laughs> I say that I say that because if it was if this matchup was last year, basically Justin Fields would be in the top six. It would be like it was. So I, I know we've seen two games and we've seen that, but. I'm I, I I'm drinking the Kool Aid and I'm going right back to Justin Fields because it's just we he has one good we he scores he puts up that thirty burger 20, 25 to thirty and the recency buy says oh my gosh Justin Fields is a top twenty click and just moving up the draft draft boards all week so um, give me that game environment uh, or give me that little and then my favorite mini stack is just Justin Fields and Cole Komet so but yeah yeah that's I, I think, think generally I would be so willing to try to get in like buy that dip on Justin Fields before the designed rushes uptick before they get things together. But I mean, like the organizational dysfunction is no, very, very real right now. <laughs> and the Kansas City yeah. Chiefs defense is legit. And so now you're on the road here. And I, to mm -hmm. me, this feels like a total meltdown spot. And then like the bounce back spots are coming. Like they will come. The schedule gets so much softer. So that's my only thing. It's like the general thesis of buying low on this offense. I'm very much in on. And yet I just can't get there this week. And see, that's my, that's my thought. It's like, if, if, if you and, and my brain also told me beginning, like, I just can't get there. But no. if a lot of, if most people can't <laughs> yeah. get there in the market saying that, that's when I want to hop on and get that early. But no, I, I totally agree with you, especially with everything that's going on. Um, it yeah. could just be, it could just be 40 to nothing. And all of a sudden it's just, look at this. You're just burning money. So one thing about the uh, Kansas city defense, um, like, Chris Jones coming back last week was like a big factor, even though he was a rotational player, like he's going to get sacks and he's going to get his sacks on a dude who holds onto the ball way too long and whatever. They have given up chunk yardage though. In the mm. first two games, they just haven't been scored on in the red zone because like we might be thinking very differently about this defense right now. Um, if say Jones comes down with that toe tap, one of two toe taps, or if Calvin Ridley comes down with one of two toe taps there and they beat Kansas City last week and Kansas City is 0-2 right now. So I can see it both ways. I've gotten to a little bit of fields, um, primarily naked or with a Cole Komet, or, uh, Cole Komet stack. That's 
kind of my only two ways of approaching it. It's I'll be over the field, but I won't be like crazy bullish on it just because of the fact that they have given up chunk yardage. Yeah. I think one of the other fun you you're thinking through, like what are the ways like we could be wrong um, with how these games go. This is almost a way where you can, you can have your cake and eat it too. And that if you did want to play it through some of the underdogs, and I'm mainly thinking like Sam Howell or CJ Stroud double stacks, where yes. that is how the game script projects. Maybe they just keep it close in the, in the offenses or in a shootout. You could get there, or you could get there in second half garbage time. And then you play the opposite. You can play anyone on the Bills. You can play anyone on the Jags. I think both Ridley and ETN look awesome here. And just play it through a slightly different avenue. Play the shootout or where the points are coming from. Because most people will be like, all right, I'll just onslaught Bills. I don't need the bring back. Or I'll onslaught you know, the Jags, and I don't need the bring back. Mm-hmm. So maybe you just flip that but you don't even have to be that right on the game flow to still be right. That's one that I was thinking through a lot too, was that commander's bills um, specifically on like the Brian Robinson front, but also like trying to force myself to get a little Sam Howell as well, just because they're, they're at, they're at Washington uh, home dogs. I mean, obviously they're, they're overmatched here, but Josh Allen, you know, is definitely one that's prone to turn over the ball. So this could easily end up being a game just based on, you know, Josh Allen making it a game because he's handing the ball over, so often uh that that washington side is is was was my my thought too is getting a little uh sam howell skinnies with dotson and uh and and terry or or doubles but the doubles feel kind of thin unless i'm doing it in the uh in in, in the goal line stand yeah i yeah. think yeah that's probably right i think for the for battle royale you would want to do the skinnies mm-hmm. um they have done quite just a- yeah no, I was just about to say, I, I, the other one that you alluded to, the CJ Shroud one, I've done quite a few skinnies of. Uh, the Commanders one, I've yet to do. I've only done bringbacks, and I've done both Terry and Dotson, um, but I haven't done Cole Turner yet, and I intend to do Cole Turner as well. No Logan Thomas, by the way, if people didn't hear So, that. yeah, no Logan Thomas, but it's been John Bates yeah, that was getting all fair. the goddamn re- results, but... Uh, I'm pretty sure they anticipate Cole Turner to run more routes, though. So I will say, uh, I mean, it's not like Bates is being drafted over t- Turner. I mean, none of neither of these dudes are getting drafted. I would still take Cole Turner, but man, I the John Bates rugging of the Cole Turner thesis is uh, <laughs> it's unfortunate. Yeah, that's a good call out. Um, um mine is Geno Doubles. This is not going to surprise anyone who's ever watched Badge Bros before. I think Dalton can push and keep it close enough that this total plays higher than 42 Um, might be a little bit of rain in the Pacific Northwest over the weekend, but um, I'm going to the well on these Geno doubles and the shroud skinnies. Those are the, those are the two. Are you playing Miles Sanders oppo it at all? Yeah. Twice now I uh, I'll get there more. Yeah. Because I do think Uh-oh. you do need the Seahawks to be pushed, and then it's like, man, how else? Like, what? Who else on the on the Panthers is is helping them do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a special teams or, or defensive touchdown is, is yeah. probably a big part yeah. of that. But I mean, that's a that's that's a major wish casting. Mm-hmm. If uh, this was my favorite spot early in the w- week with the Indy Ravens one, and I just kept getting to the Ravens mini stack of Lamar Andrews in the. Uh, third fourth round there and then you would just tack on Pittman moss whatever at the back end i i obviously like it a little less now with the weather and Minshew, but i'll still be getting there too i think it's i think it's one where 
one side of the game's getting overlooked a little too much. Do you guys think it's weird how easy it is to like stack Lamar and Andrews this week? Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Feels a little same weird. With Kelsey, to me. S- same with Kelsey and Mahomes. Yeah. Like if this was uh, week 14 of last year, like those, both those stacks are unobtainable. I think Literally. it's a byproduct of field getting sharper and having not seen it yet. The fact that we've had no elite quarterback or elite tight end break a slate yet, people are like, oh, okay, maybe that's not the path to winning these contests, right? It's almost yeah. certainly the results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing, it's like, yeah, Mahomes, Kelsey, you still need to what? You still need to use your first two picks to get that, but it is very easy. But then, like, the Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson, like, you you could push it. You could get those guys pretty cheap together, which just feels, especially with Odell out, too, right? Like, yeah, man, it feels like it, a smash. It, yeah. it does. Uh, the one thing I will say, though, if you are drafting and you're not in the Deposit Kingdom Discord, we do have the combinatorial sheet that Chad puts yep. together. Shout out, Chad. And, and just in my anecdotal drafts, I'm seeing a lot of Justin Jefferson, Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson. So mm-hmm. be, just be aware that if you're getting that a lot, like you're not alone. So little BBM, to, uh, late Galbrain, uh, yeah. combinatorial ownership throwback there. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, full yeah. circle. Everybody getting PTSD to uh, their slow drafts. We go on autopilot and we just instantly all click it that way. You know, yeah. like yeah, we're yeah. just be drafting these and half falling asleep at night. Oh, my last BR of the night. And we just instinctively put those three together. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't I name my team? <laughs> Where do you get your ideas? Uh, uh, 20% wow. Nez, to your point. That is that's yeah. pretty high for three that's players. That's very together. high. That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. What if switch, no, switch, 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 switch is the KJ. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, yeah, yeah. more KJ. Then you can have zero there. Uh, yeah, I wanted I wanted to see like the, the zero. Hey, okay, uh, with Zay Flowers and Lamar, I, I took out the wrong one. Like the smart guy, I am. Two percent. Someone has tried it, and then if you go ahead, <laughs> I no, think this fine. one's you're gonna fine. be. We zero. know it's zero. It's, you know, it was the bit. It's we just Nez. Have you shared your newbie? Have you shared your boards uh, here? <laughs> These are gonna all be your teams. <laughs> no, I, 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 I've actually been a, a fraud and I haven't, I've been so busy that I've been doing these like, like on the go and like in a, in a, I was grocery shopping, did like 10 of them. Totally forgot. <laughs> when you're, Just you're, you're white, around Walgreens. Yeah, Walgreens. Who the fuck? Anyway, I don't go to Walgreens to grocery shop. Anyway. I'm glad that you uh, also draft while grocery shopping knew me. Cause I forget something every time I go to the grocery you put store. Put it on the cart. It's the, they, have a little, they have a little slot for your phone. It's perfect. You know, you just be like, it's, it's awesome. I'm the worst. <laughs> oh man. That's good. Um, what do you guys say? We do a BR. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go put these into practice. Here. Uh, hang on. Let me do a little hosting here. Uh, new channel. We're getting this thing rolling here. We're going to be here every single Friday at 3 PM, but we need you guys to subscribe. We need you to hit that like button. I think I said last week, we need to be at one K subs, uh, here within the next couple of weeks. We did get a nice boost over the past uh, week or so, but let's keep that rolling. Let's get us to one K subs. I will, uh, I'll give out a couple of badge bros hoodies, uh, here for the fall. Uh, when we hit 1K. So after this, leave your, what, what should we do? Let's get a comment here that yeah. people need to leave a comment to get entered into the future 1K uh, giveaway here. What, what Their uh, favorite scroll the F down play of the week. All right. So ADP of 35.0 or higher or yeah, lower, correct. I guess it would make. Let's do yes. it. Yeah, lower. Yes. Um, all right. There you go. 
Um, all right, and look at influencer nope. John just back to back one on ones here. Nobody runs pure, Pete. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Can't wait to draft Zach Moss again. <laughs> you this could do the Sean Siegel filibuster and then be like, oh, Zach Moss, all right. <laughs> He's not that smooth. Hey, the 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 Sean Siegel filibuster uh for Brian Robinson is paying off big time right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm um, a, JJ we, we again. Another Jeff. We just have to. Yeah. We got to do it. Yeah. The touchdown regression is coming. <laughs> yes, 19, 19 points with no touchdowns. So, no, you yeah. had to fumble out of bounds. If you don't have to do that, I, uh, rules just idiotic. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, fumble out of bounds and then freaking touchback. Yeah, just. He's going to do it for you, Numi. Someone's going to tip him off to, hey. He's going to look up. Numi he's going to look right gonna, up at me when he's going to score, yeah. and then he's going to just give him one of those. The little, yeah. <laughs> little NWO Kevin Nash 2007. Oh, yeah, I'll, be way, I'll be way, way up there, and he'll just point. <laughs> I mean, baby, let's go. Numi. Aren't you getting married on the field like Holka at half? Oh, <laughs> I, I don't have the I don't have the plug. My uh, my fiance is not a Viking cheerleader, unfortunately. So <laughs> so don't get to no. Didn't get Newby's to do doing the, the tailgate game. proposal. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jump through a table after. Very cool. Um, so oh, we've man. seen this a little bit uh more recently that people do the the Keenan and Hawk at the other side of the board there. Nez, we talked about that. Yeah. on Monday, like, hey, flip the board before it gets back to the other side and whatever. So it gives us, you know, a lot of interesting decisions here because you can go the Mike ETN. Williams correlation. You want to do the ETN? I, I'm with I'm with uh, Numi. I'm almost I've almost had like a one ETN or Ridley on on my team so yeah. far. Yeah, Ridley's um, my second highest on player. Zay yeah. Zay Jones just got ruled out as well. Did he really? Worth. Yes. I didn't even know he was questionable. Think, wow. Okay, tell me what. So we're gonna make this pick, but that that instant yeah, well, reaction is something. Do you guys want to take the Mahomes ADP value and try and make it work and do like that Sky more in the last, or we could do Mike Williams correlation or Amon Ra just being mispriced. Because we could do Josh that. Allen, do a little. Uh, um, I think Amon. Oh, that's yeah. I, I like Amon Ra, John. Do Sorry. It. Do whatever you want. Amon Ra. We're on Amon Ra. Sure. He does feel a little surprised. That's all I needed. What were you going to say, Numi, about Zay? So that that I just that instant reaction for me is just uh, I think I'm going to find myself to a little more Evan Ingram now. Just, just yeah. for I, I feel like he fits that that role, and obviously it's not a one for one, and you can you know it's Christian Kirk's going to get boosted up, but I feel like I just want to get more of an Ingram now in that tight end position just because of the the ceiling he can offer you and just just pull away or what he can match with these elite tight ends if you're left to left to dust you know what I mean I, if Hawkinson Kelsey Andrews go go nuclear he's got a real good shot of, of anybody in that back end to match I agree completely I, I I've been thinking of the Jags as like our generation's AFC 49ers where it's like one of <laughs> those guys is going off for a massive game each week sometimes with the running back you know you'll see the CMC with IU pairing or whatever and then you're just going to see like the Zay Ridley and Ingram like alternate big games and then what happens when one of them is removed that it's like well now it's one of the two remaining guys is having that big game and gives you a little bit more certainty there so I, I like that call out a ton that's basically that's, exactly what we saw with Ayuk last night. Ayuk yep. gets ruled out, and now it's like just slightly more condensed, and you know someone's gonna pop, and it ends up being 
basically all three of them popped. Nobody mm-hmm. talk about Ronnie Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know who that was until last night. I, I legitimately didn't either. And then I thought, like, was, I thought Ronnie grow. Bell was a running back at one point. <laughs> yeah, it's a running back ass name. I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> Wasn't there a running back about 10 yeah, years there was. ago? It was. Ronnie Bell? Yeah, there yeah, was. Wow. Uh, um, Broncos? The Broncos. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Josh should Allen. we just take Josh Allen and figure Dude, it out? Allen and, and then get and then do the Kincaid later. Yeah, we can. Yeah, do so that. Knox is officially in. He's not. He did. He was. He, he's uh, not on the injury report for what it's worth. But yeah, I do like that. Or you could do the Ingram and then get uh, uh, a Houston wide receiver. I'm honestly okay with doing Ingram. Okay. The way that I think that the Bills kind of play is that like Josh Allen spreads the ball around enough that like a solo a, a naked Josh Allen team could take down a BR. I think. I mean, you can even still stack them with. You Gabe can still do Gabe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, like, which yeah. is a per, the perfect archetype for this contest, where he's going to give you, you that that blow up game or nothing. So, yeah, but we can't do James Cook as well, too. Mm-hmm. Always do a little it's, James Cook. Okay, interesting team so far. Two Jags it without is. the quarterback, naked Josh Allen. Um, a rare um, strategy of taking the best plays. Uh, yeah. So we're taking Zach Moss next. That's how we play <laughs> oh, all the Lord. best plays, are we not? <laughs> That's the decision tree. You could also do. You could also do a Commanders wide receiver here. Do we want Ooh. to do one of your hidden hidden gems of the week, Pete? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. It is Dotson or uh, uh, Jahan Dotson. I, I also think Terry is completely fine. Just in that, I'm guessing this roster is already pretty unique from a construction standpoint. Right. Not like that we've yeah. scrolled down. Um, but I would be good with either of those guys. That's a good point, right? Like it's not often you get like this ADP value. I think if we were to put it through the Chad query, we would probably get a pretty low percentage, if not a zero for some of these combos that we have. So don't necessarily have to force the, the crazy uniqueness, but I mean, Dotson and and McLaurin isn't like, that's not like, those aren't like super cute names. Those are ballers. So yeah. They both went undrafted in the 12-person contest we just did. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really um, interesting to me. Is that where you guys are at then? You want to do one of the two? Yeah, let's do Dotson. Yeah. There you go. All right. That's the brand. I like yeah, it. This is, this is a very unique team. for Because it's like, how many teams are going to have naked Josh Allen? And then after that, how many teams are going to have ETN and Ingram without Lawrence? And right. then how many teams are going to have those without a Houston player? Nico's pretty popular this week. Um, it not it many. seems like a lineup that, that it's when it wins, it's like, wow, very obtainable, but like, how did they get there? You know what I mean? And you can just tell the story. I mean, like, like Nez said that the, the bills offense that he pat, he spreads it around. They get four touchdowns. Josh Allen gets one of the two or the, the two rushing touchdowns brings it back and then it's just yeah the 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 jags just beat the brakes off the the texans like you can the, the story is there i love it so mm-hmm. d um d harwitz passing on josh allen right here with digs at 10 so a tyreek a digs and mike will start and then he passed on allen at 22 maybe. probably because he knew he could get allen or herbert he's like i'm just gonna free roll it like i'll take yeah. whoever's there they, right. they project it similarly not but a bad the way to do it is it, i don't like Game theory wise, very sharp, but then it's like your prize is the first player after the running back to your cliff, right? Two, right yeah, there. yeah, true. Like if you like, like if you have a lean, just like go for it because at that point, 
it's not Look at that, that little, big of a difference. That mini correlation though with uh with Gibbs and Pitts. <laughs> I do oh, yeah. I do kind of yeah. like that. That is fun. There are a lot of fun ways to correlate this without just doing QB pass catcher, pass catcher, run back. You know, there's a lot yeah. of ways that you can correlate um, that, you know, maybe people are doing and I'm not giving enough credit for it, but I do kind of feel like that is sort of the, the next frontier in these things is correlating in, in different ways and how we did with ETN and Ingram. Like if we see a spot that we think there's a shit ton of points that are going to be scored, we don't need the pass catcher necessarily or the, the, the QB necessarily just take Has a couple anyone- things done any data re- like obviously we have lots of stuff that looks at guys how often they hit their ceiling outcomes and we care about that but has anyone ever done like a alpha game metric like how often does an individual payer consolidate the fantasy points past like a certain threshold like we would have to come up with what would be a good number of it obviously someone like Tyreek Hill would score really well but I do think that's maybe a personal trap I fall into just as like the cozy stacking thing. Even a guy like Gabe Davis, it's like, yes, Gabe Davis has a ceiling. He's a spike week player, but how often does he consolidate the alpha game to where the other options crater? And then that skinny stack hits in a big way. That would be such a useful metric for drafting battle Royales. That is awesome. Yeah. Somebody, somebody smart out there should, should do that. <laughs> that's a, that's a really smart thing to, 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 to think about is like when, when you, when you produce, what do what does your ancillary pieces do? That's a that's a good question. Because some of them are like products of game environments, right? Yeah. And I think in like previous years, I would have said, oh, like someone like Zay Jones, he's yeah, can he go off in the right game environment? But then we saw like alpha games from Zay Jones, like down the stretch last year, where like almost all of the production was concentrated through him in a couple of those spots. So that would be really fun to know. And I, my guess is you would reveal some tendencies about how teams even call their plays a little bit too, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. There might be something there if someone wants to run with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a pretty sharp way of looking at this because we've flirted with this with the basketball stuff being like ceiling is all that matters when you're trying to hit like the nuts in a six-leg one. So then knowing which players have a cleaner path to that combination of like ceiling and Xing out other parts of the game tree makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Juices are flowing now. Juices are flowing. <laughs> um, you guys want to call it there? Or you guys want one more? Let's do let's do one more dog bowl that I'm gonna hop in. Okay, cool. Let's do it. You ready? Yeah, I'm in. Better hurry. You got a couple clicks. This four dollar price point, Nez is just hurting everyone in. Come on, guys! Water's warm. How easy it is! Even I could do it. (laughs) There we go. Crutches is in here. Chad's in here. Ga's in here. Wow! Influencer one twelve. We're back. (laughs) You're so. It's never been more. EBM season all over again. Yeah, it's all back. Is it yeah, an asshole the- move of me trying to get in a second seat like immediately after? Like, should I, I saw I, someone I, commenting? They were like, "I saw Nez in my uh, dog bowl. Leave some for the rest of us." Like, guys, I gotta be. <laughs> Come on. No, man. Honestly, Nez, if yeah. I were you, I would play more of these than the battle royales, and I would play. I would max the rest of it now, having a seat to just isolate my cleaner path at 200k. It's I think it's so a hard. sharper it's a sharper play to ape in. I know. What is the format of the the live final? Three, Three. 12 person drafts. And so what if you got four seats? You can't. It's they, max at three seats. Okay. I can play for like 
to be an asshole but if i get like that third seat and win a fourth one it goes to the next person below me but i would still win the money for wow. being in but no okay, John, that should be your goal to win four seats that should be your I, goal. it is honestly um like like john mentioned oh like goodness. having three seats at the live final is such an insane insane advantage because you get to you know you get three different shots you played kinda, exposure yeah. exactly like it would be yeah. insane it would if be, i had you, three lineups i would win the dog bowl too man <laughs> <laughs> dude you know be an alpha play if you got three seats to consolidate your ownership condensely and go hyper exploitative and scoop one two three john you know yeah. i've gone down this these rabbit holes in my head right like i'm like i okay, love that you're already thinking about having three seats you're <laughs> sick, i know dude. this is incredible this, yeah this guy's already this is what happens man i haven't yeah. won like all year I've, I've been in such a downstretch with baseball and like just like pouring all of my winning my baseball winnings that i had that i haven't won in forever into football <laughs> confidence is so low i win a tournament and now i'm like i can't be stopped like it's just what's <laughs> <laughs> my next seat coming <laughs> Neds is falling asleep at night being like, what if I drafted the same five <laughs> players in all three drafts and then just pivoted the one off each time? Oh, just one. <laughs> just imagining what it would be like taking that 37.5, I think, 375. It's literally the, the memes. is like, oh, he's over there thinking about like other – and he's just like, no, he's, he's picturing yeah. how, to, how to differentiate his three – his yeah. theoretical three dog bowl teams. Neil knows what's up. Hey, yeah. if, if Neil says yeah. it, then, then I got to. Uh, dude, honestly, I would spend the rest of that 10K that was the initial prize just trying to get another seat. Hey, I'm, I'm just like glad that my best ball teams like I don't have to I can breathe now that I've <laughs> paid off those fees. Hmm. Um, what do you guys like? You guys like CeeDee Lamb or do you like uh, Keenan Allen? I like I'll Alpha re CD. Recuse myself. Yeah, yeah, you're, you, on, you're in here. You like Alpha CD? I do. He's easier to stack with and easier to correlate the game environment because you never get hot coming back this way. So we'd have to think about like Madison or something like that. There's some pretty easy, you know, double stacks if we want to go that route with Dallas. Um, I mean, nobody's touching Brandon Cooks. They're they're not, and he's and he's officially active. Uh, yep. He's got the green tag next to him now. Uh, I don't know. Anytime I just like I have i can't remember cd like ever failing in, in a spot like this where they're heavy favorites and the defense sucks against them like he just you can just pencil him in for 15 I like and then the dog bowl it helps i like these mm. cheeky turn picks in these my favorite yeah. dog bowl team last week was the corner I was I was thinking about just getting my my Andrews Jackson Andrews goes. I think I'm gonna just double tap my my two Jags here. Oh, that's nice. Okay. <laughs> we talked about this, John, on our last show about like in the twelve person and in the six person, like seeing the movement of Hawkinson and Andrews, like they were going in the teens, and especially in the twelve person, like getting them boosted to the to the first round because of the scarcity of tight end in these and. Um, yeah, just just trying to get out ahead of that, and we're seeing it here. Uh, I alluded to this earlier in the week that about pick number 16, 17 ish, it's all it's almost all one tier for me after that. Yeah, the three tight ends in that top window, two quarterbacks in that top window, and and I'm not even hell bent on those two quarterbacks being in that top window. Um, for me, right here. Mike Williams and Josh Allen are the last two players of that 18 tier for me. Oof. Tough, man. QB1 isn't even on your... I mean, QB1's sitting there right below Nico. 
I'm not taking Kirk Cousins on, on this team. I you, have, which, take him on, you don't have to take him on this Mike, team. Which one do you guys prefer? Mike? I think you should Mike. go with Mike Williams. Dude? Okay. Yeah. I do Mike, but you didn't even out. I mean, he's not even in your top eighteen, dude. It's QB one over two weeks in the in the juiciest matchup of the of the week. Yeah, no, I mean he's definitely like viable. I just mean like my top eighteen was like these eighteen. I take every single draft if they're still there. Cousins is a guy I have to correlate with. I would never just take him. You know what I mean? You don't want naked cousins? No, it's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you, you just always football, have Osborne comes pre-built on all your lineups. So well, that's see, there you go. You, you understand the formula. Like you, you, you get it. You understand. Yeah. There's always correlation for Kirk. Oh, I do. I ham anyone? Yeah. I feel that uh, running backs considerably deeper this week for the 12 team drafts. You guys feel similarly? Deeper in like air quotes. Like, sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but certain, the but amount certainly. of guys who can get you 15 points goes really deep, but the amount of guys who can get you 25, I think, is just – I mean, you could say that on a lot of weeks, but I just think the ceiling at the position this week is is pretty capped. Okay, that's a good show. Yeah. We're, let me do like a this or that this week. Uh, Brees Hall or Gus Edwards for you guys in these contests? Gus Edwards. Like no question yeah. for me. Yeah. 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 Especially if we get weather. And you you get you get double leverage with that. If you get Brees, like you're scoring unique points, but but um, that game environment's like gross and nobody's touching it. Yeah. You score points with Gus Edwards, it's at the expense of the Lamar and Andrews owners, right? Well, now, I see your, now I see your Madison thesis. You're like, highest total game. Everyone's gravitating the pass catchers. Let me just go get some Madison and just 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 pray he falls into the two touchdowns. All right. You got absolutely. it. You finally got All it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Justin <laughs> Jefferson. <laughs> Justin no, Jefferson down at the, down down at the two yard line twice. Everybody's crying and bitching and moaning on Twitter. Oh my Justin Jefferson! And I'm soaking in those tears, Nimmy. You know what's I'm actually going to happen? CJ like, Ham for a CJ hand two straight handoffs into the end zone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to offer a different outcome where the Chandler slappies finally get home and he's like the mm. goal line back and he finally scores, but then like Cam Akers comes into Johnny Munn season. Yeah, roll from him. Lockett going before DK there. Yeah, that's my boy crutches. I would probably do the same. Yeah. Metcalf has that 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 pretty probable tag, but yeah, the, the the DNPs. I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. I know we've talked about this pre- previously, or maybe it was last year when we were talking about this. But like, how how do you handle that? Like, John, we took Christian Watson in that previous one. Ideally, there was a couple other wide receivers you like more. Actually, I'll let you guys make this pick, and then I'll. This is more of an evergreen combo. Okay. okay. Chad, Chad is feverishly looking at the uh, combo chart right now. <laughs> um, Cousins comes all the way back to us, and now I accept. Knew me your thesis here that we could take cousins <laughs> with the Mike Williams correlation and then do something with it. How do you feel about that play, Numi? You're damn right. <laughs> does anybody else have does anybody else have a counter? No, I think you can do that. And I okay. think and, and it's probably in, in this probably pretty pretty damn unique. I'm I'm so I, I Kirk Cousins, man, is going off this week. I'm just I'm just yeah. so certain of it. I was a year I was a year late. Uh, having Kirk and my highest exposed quarterback 40% last year would have been nice this year. 40% last year, for, yeah. For four straight years while he signed that big contract. Hey, well, you know what, John? <laughs> GA sitting, setting up the cheekiest skinny of the week right now. 
Dude, I, I like at it. Cleveland Browns, man. I, Dude, Deshaun's been awful by like real football standpoint. He still yeah. scored like 16, 17 points in week one there against a pass funnel. Like, why not? And he, I was, I was reading the walkthrough, and Pat pointed out basically that next to Trevor Lawrence, the, the biggest positive regression candidate comes at Deshaun Watson. So facing a run or a pat, a pass funnel, and you don't want to go against, you're not going to be able to run it. Wait, but there are playing, yeah, Tennessee. You're not going to be able to Tennessee run it against them. Yeah. Chubb already out. Like, yeah, I think it just kind of sets up. So yeah, I mean, got to get him going at some point. Otherwise, that that is just looking awful over there. But yeah, use Kareem Hunt in pass pro and. Dump it off to him a couple times. What are you thinking here, Pete? What are you eyeing up? I'm looking at all kinds of gal brain stuff right now. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. Uh, this this team is going to end up with CJ Stroud as it's uh, as oh, there, yeah. But I think I think I might I think what I might do is play that little mini correlation that I have been liking here with james cook and i'm gonna throw i'm gonna get my dots and sharon here as well i like that we're, we're, we're in full scroll down scroll down mode here i don't have any evidence for it but i i just i really like james cook in spots where the the bills are favored i just think that they for get sure. to use him in a lot of creative ways and when when they're in those spots and again i don't i don't know i, I do think there are scenarios too like i'm I'm not going to work under the thesis that James Cook is never going to get a green zone touch. You know, like I I do think that and and when he does, like we're already seeing what his usage is otherwise, like the the ceiling you can access if he gets like a single green zone touch could be pretty nuts. And I realize that's not the most likely thing, how they've deployed them so far, but I also don't think it's, it's off the table. Yeah. Like it. Um, Did we just take fourth round waddle and hope and pray and set up like a mini come back there or if you do that you're losing out on correlation unless you already have a correlation that you're planning on with kirko i gotta say man i think i like waddle i like we Brian do Robinson, that on. but me or new me who are you gonna go with new me <laughs> um, you gonna go with the guy that just punched <laughs> Miami? Or are you gonna yeah. go to the guy who's getting married at the parking lot at the Viking Stadium? <laughs> uh, we well, well, to so, I mean, you were talking about I, I I totally get the waddle, but I mean you're losing out on any any correlation unless you seriously with go Kurt, to Johnny yeah. Munt. Yeah, unless you're literally yeah, like I point. love that Johnny Munt call. I'm like, yeah, I don't that was the selling it. point. It had nothing to do with Brian Robertson for me. Like yeah, I actually I don't really like him. I would have taken Zach Moss there. <laughs> like taking just, someone I else, have, I kind of like. I could have imagined but, you take Waddle and go, "Oh shoot, that loses but, um, out." You just totally forgot. Yeah, you can. But you can I, I got this week, man. I'm sorry. We got a plan. We got a plan. Yeah, we, we got do. a plan, guys. We got a plan. Don't worry. We got a plan. Well, I do. I do think that Waddle in the pick 40s. Obviously, this build like did not did not call for it. So good job, you two, for uh, for not sabotaging your own entry. Try. I'm out here fixing fixing drafts. Um, yeah. but. <laughs> And pick 40, though, Jalen Waddle with this total oh. does feel like for what, what you're getting uh, projection wise does feel like I'll take a swap mm-hmm. there like and, 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 and get Terry McLaurin instead. Like, OK, you know, yeah, like you're not you're not you're really it really is a nice proposition with Jalen Waddle. Do you think he plays this week? Dude, I kind of think he does. It seems like he's uh, trending yeah, in the, the right direction. Yeah. 
which is weird considering how like the other concussion protocol guys Mm -hmm. this week like the anthony richard still in it right who he is but he hasn't still in the protocol but he's practicing right is that what they say yeah limit limited practice today the other guys weren't practicing like the indie guys like uh richardson had the concussion with the dnps as you can see here whereas like the miami one was he's in concussion product protocol but he was limited practice oh dnp on wednesday he was limited yesterday Mm-hmm. And he's not ruled out yet, like Pete was referring yeah. to. These other concussion dudes have been ruled out already. So, I mean, it's certainly trending like he might play. Yeah. Man, I'm going to have such a choose my own adventure at my my final two picks. I love that you're – I hope you commit to this. Uh, really? This well, bit. I so think it's a reason... really – Sorry. Oh, go, go ahead, John. Ahead. No, I was no, going to no. say I think it's a it's a really easy Shrout plus Schultz for me. Well, like that's that that's team. what. So I was debating um, Stroud, Schultz, or Sam Howell Turner. Okay, yeah, it being like which yeah. way. Uh, and then the other thing, I, Pitts was still on the board, and I was like, would I maybe uh, I was going to take uh, Pitts <laughs> if he was still there. <laughs> um, you guys like this 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 plan I had. Uh, we do the Kincaid with Robinson and make that worthwhile, or we could do the Ertz again with CD Lamb. I like. I, I think I, I like Kincaid. Yeah, yeah. I don't need Ertz on to see Ertz drafted twice on a stream. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> for the viewers' sake, for the viewers' sake, uh, we'll they, take. Yeah, talk I about know. opposite ends uh, ends of the <laughs> spectrum, eh? Like you're looking at like this extreme volatile. Uh, yeah. up and coming rookie playing in 11.5 personnel. And then you have the dusty corpse of 33 year old Ertz, who the only reason we're getting there is because he had like 10 plus targets. Back to back weeks, man. Yeah, it's true. It's true. He's like the thesis. You see, you hear casual dudes say it all the time. Like all oh, these rookie quarterbacks, they rely on their safety valve tight ends. And like, it's like never yeah. the truth. Like Dobbs actually, that is actually the case <laughs> with, with Dobbs. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. I love in the comments. Now we have, we have two dudes and doing a, um, a $7 draft and they ran into each other and didn't know that they were drafting together. I think that's beautiful because like, I always think about when I first started playing on underdog and I was like dying to know who these dudes were that I was drafting against. Mm-hmm. And it was like impossible. Now, now look at this, look at this beautiful. Look at that. So yeah. the one counter I'll do to, sh- Oh, you're up. Here, Pete. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, I think I'm going to do the, the Stroud Schultz thing and just be like, man, if I get, if I get 25 point burgers from both ETN and Ridley, I really need Stroud balling. And then at that point, right, just got to correlate it with the tight end. Yeah. That just kind of falls into your lap. The correlation there. Like I I like Stroud a lot this week. So do I. And I get chargers vibes from the, from the Jags a little bit where they like kind of find ways to lose and give, you know, it's just (laughs) like, and, and the way that Stroud's been playing and the, uh, the, the the green light they've given him is is very exciting. So we'll we'll see what what happens here. Uh, Numi, you were going to give a little pushback on something. So Ertz, the one thing that scares me is well, one the Cowboys defense obviously, but the Cowboys a lot of the time, and I'm looking here at PFF. Uh, the, the basically they have a tight end matchup that kind of shows the the at the the how advantageous it is going against a defender. And if they're going to have Jaron Curse on Ertz, that's not going to be a great matchup. We know like it, it just doesn't seem it doesn't bode well. Uh, just seeing what what we see here. Um, so that's the one thing I'll push back is like, sure, he can get the volume, but like 
what is that going to do for us in half point PPR if he doesn't get in the end zone? He's just going to just going to keep peppering them. Will they even have time to to dump it off there with how fast Michael Parsons going to be in that backfield or anyone? So that's the one pushback I'll give for Zach Ertz, like four play or like having a floor play with uh, it being the Cowboys defense is just kind of like a. I'm it off. could, yeah, it could be as simple as don't take uh, an awful team, anybody on this Cardinals team against the best defense in football. It could very well be yeah. that. Simple. Wait, 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 wait to sum it up in a lot, lot, uh, very, very, very beautifully nice. Appreciate it. Um, this is, we were just holding our, our cards close to our, our vest here. This has to be the KJ. There it is. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Check off, KJ. Congratulations, John. You're heading to Miami. Yeah, <laughs> Miami, bitch. That's awesome too, because Underdog can save money. No separate hotel rooms. I'll just get you guys bunk beds. <laughs> <laughs> the la- I don't. The last time John and I shared a room, man, we had like a uh, uh, a very uh, spiritual experience uh, in, in Vegas. I'll, I'll tell you that much. I, I don't, I don't think I that was a good to, way of phrasing it. To, <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I was like, I think you just sewered us, man. <laughs> that could that could be so many different things. Yeah, well, what kind, just, what kind let, of let, Vegas let, trip did you guys have going out there? Let, 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 me, let, let me clear the air. Let me clear the uh, the I, questionable I say air. We end it right now. Always leave them wanting more. <laughs> hmm, yeah, I guess I guess you'll have to uh, find out. But uh, no, no, we were. John and I were were, were in a reco- in recovery for a very long time, uh, side by side. It was uh, after, yeah, after Thursday night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's seen better days. Yeah, that was a oh, that was a God. tough a, t- a tough eight hour stretch there. But we we bounced back. We bounced back. <laughs> I didn't think that we had so many sick and twisted minds here, but uh, I, I thought I thought wrong. It wasn't even twisted. It was just like spiritual experience. I was like. Whatever. <laughs> we'll save all right on that beautiful note uh pete you want to recap for the audio listeners your team yeah let's see here we, we had the head-to-head so they have the cd lamb mike williams kirk cousins uh not christian kirk kirk cousins brian robinson jr dalton kincaid and the uh the poster boy of the show apparently kj osborne i started with a couple of jags uh hopefully not just to other guys but jacksonville jaguar players calvin ridley and travis Etienne, james cook and jahan dotson because when you tout jahan dotson you got to put your four dollars where your mouth is and then a backdoor cj stroud dalton schultz stack you know anytime you can stack up cj stroud with the fourth exciting pass catcher on his team you gotta do it <laughs> he's got a lock on those slots like now or slot routes baby he just, he's just always out there i, I i'll um, do a little bullish yeah. houston one there laramie tunsil probably back they haven't been able to establish the run at all but uh and that's how you kind of beat the jags loki so far this year but that offensive line looks a little bit better this week so i mean that i like that game environment a lot yeah uh guys this has been a blast as always we are here every friday at 3 p.m eastern often on the clock i like the uh the format we've uh we've settled into here but still open to feedback if you guys want to include that in the comments along with any player with an adp lower than 35.0 so 35.1 and down and what did we say how many it's for they have to finish in the winning dog bowl qualifier lineup this week or battle royale 
We actually didn't say. What, Did we not what? say? Yeah, we oh, no. they were just like, okay. leave a comment and this maybe we'll favorite. give you something. Right. <laughs> that, that was, I got confused because I did mine. I said you had on my channel, you had to put a Millie Maker uh, winning oh, lineup cool. uh, pick. But no, just leave a comment with your favorite. Uh, scroll the F down play of the week. And when we hit 1K, we'll go back and uh, we'll pick a, a winner from there. John, anything else I'm forgetting other than people needing to get subbed up here? Nope, we. Uh, I think I think you played uh, all the hits there, Pete. I think we are we are all set. All right. Well, appreciate. Uh, by the way, too, Underdog did just up their deposit bonus. I think this is like a short deposit match. It's uh, going to be limited until like first week of October, but you can get a five hundred dollar deposit match now. So if for some reason you're watching this show and you're just you know kind of like lurking, being like that looks like fun. Maybe I should try to go chase Nez in Miami. You can get up to a five hundred dollar deposit match, which, as far as I know, John, maybe you can correct me. I don't think we've ever had this big of a deposit match at Underdog. Nope. First time it's ever been more than a hundred. Yep. So take advantage of that. Uh, otherwise good luck, uh, chasing Nez this week. And like I said, I am going to have Nez. If you're a YouTube member on my channel, uh, going to be talking with Nez about all of his spiritual experiences, uh, tomorrow <laughs> night at 9 PM Eastern. Can't wait. Can't wait. All now. right. Everybody's favorite time of the show. The end. Peace. Peace.